Welcome to Let's Set Your Table, the food service and hospitality podcast that brings you the experts, trending news, and product reviews from across the industry. So grab a chair with your hosts and join us as we set your table. In this episode, John D. visits with Dexter Knives on the floor of the National Restaurant Show in Chicago. Joining John at the table is Alan Peppel, the president and CEO of Dexter, Andrew Peppel, marketing manager at Dexter, as well as Chef David Leathers, who is a Dexter brand loyalist and the owner of Foodsmith in Franklin, Tennessee. At Dexter Knives, they really do respect the craft. As an American-made company with over 200 years experience in the industry, they bring a robust line of approximately 2,500 different products and tools to the food service professional that they stand behind and guarantee for life. What makes Dexter unique is that from our founding, we've recognized that there are a couple key things to making a good knife or a good turner or a good spatula. First of all, you have to start with great steel, great cutlery steel that gives you the foundation. Then you have to heat treat it right. Mm -hmm. Then we have to grind the right edge Mm -hmm. from both the handle to the point as well as from the shoulders to the cutting edge. Mm And we know the right cutting edge that people need because it's different if you're cutting bread or leather or meat or vegetables. It's a different type of edge. And we know what we know what the customer needs. A lot of their lines are the same blade. So like at 8-inch Velo, at 8-inch Soft Grip, 8-inch Sandy Safe, it's the same blade, but then it comes with the dexterity of how does that handle feel in your hand as about. And that's really a comfort level of chefs deciding, oh, I like this feel, I don't like this feel, I like this feel. Because with a chef, they're going to be using that, na- that knife day in, day out, long periods of time. So they need something that's got a great comfort level in their hand. Listen in as they discuss how Dexter got their start, their variety of products, and how they're constantly listening to their customers' needs to further innovate and design new products. Chef David delivers a resounding testimonial and discusses why, as a 30-year professional, he only uses Dexter knives because of their quality, consistency, and price. So if you're looking for great knives with superior craftsmanship, handle comfort, quality, and consistency, then tune into this episode because it's all here for you on the table. Well, welcome all to yet another episode of Let's Set Your Table. I'm your host, John D. And with me today is my co-host in studio, Nick D. Hey, Nick, what's going on? So glad you're with us again here today. It's going great. Excited to be back in the studio for another episode. Yeah, well, we want to just give a kind of a little intro to what we did. We just did something really fun, and we just got back from the National Restaurant Show in Chicago at McCormick Place. And we had a great time. Wasn't it amazing, Nick? It was. uh, It was good to be back on the show floor after a year. Uh, We got to see a lot of great manufacturer partners of ours and uh, reconnect with a lot of great people that uh, we haven't seen for a while. And uh, our showroom, tell, I mean, our showroom was off the chain, man. What a beautiful space. It was brand new, 4,300 square feet. We had our grand opening this week. Uh, so many great supporters came out, oh, yeah. and uh, we ate well, and it was a lot of great time together with a lot of great people, and everyone had nothing but good things to say about our Yeah, they, they, we could, they could not be any more complimentary, and we caught up with uh, our friends at Dexter Knives, we which uh, we're going to actually uh, tee up this interview that we did with them. We actually, Nick and I did it from the floor of NRA, which was pretty cool. So yeah, excited for you all to hear this and we hope you enjoy. Well, Nick, before we go any further, let's make sure that we give our sponsors the credit. This episode of Let's Set Your Table is brought to you by the Hody Group Chicago Showroom. 
The Hody Group offers professional broker services in the food service and hospitality industry with over 40 years experience. The Hody Group's product showroom boasts over 4,000 square feet of some of the best product lines in the industry. So if you're interested in scheduling a free in-person or virtual appointment with a product specialist, please visit hodygroupshowroom.com. That's H-O-D-E groupshowroom.com. We are here at NRA 2023 at McCormick Place in Chicago, Illinois. I have had the pleasure stopping by and meeting with one of our manufacturer partners, Dexter Russell, otherwise known as Dexter Knives. Joining me right now here at the table is Alan Peppel. He's the president and CEO of Dexter Russell. Alan, thanks for coming by the table today. Thanks for at least allowing us the opportunity to meet with you. And uh, how's things going so far here at the show? It's great, John. Thank you very much. Nice to meet you. Nice to be here in person with you. So. Well, we've been trying to find you and uh, have a time with you to do this. And thanks so much for indulging us. For those of our operator and owners listening, Alan, tell us a little bit backstory about Dexter, when you guys got started, and what value do you really bring to the marketplace on the food service and hospitality side? I'm happy to. Great question. So, Dexter got its founding way back in 1818, over 200 years ago, in the Connecticut River Valley of New England, primarily supplying shoe knives and things for the shoe industry up in New England and Maine. And then since then, over the years, we focused over and focused on the food service products and and knives that are used in multiple industrial processing um, cases around, around the whole world. And, but what makes Dexter unique is that from our founding, we've recognized that there are a couple key things to making a good knife or a good turner or a good spatula. First of all, you have to start with great steel, great cutlery steel that gives you the foundation. Then you have to heat treat it right. Mm-hmm. Then we have to grind the right edge mm-hmm. from both the handle to the point as well as from the shoulders to the cutting edge. Mm-hmm. And we know the right cutting edge that people need because it's different if you're cutting bread or leather or meat or vegetables. It's a different type of edge. And we know what, we know what the customer needs. Mm-hmm. So when we say respect the craft, what we mean is that we are trying to put the whole combination of a great blade married to the right handle and provide it to the end user who we think is going to use that product as a tool all day long for professional use. It's not, it's not for someone that's just going to pick it up every once in a while and put it down. We think it's going to be held all day long, whether it's flaying fish, cutting a piece of meat, dicing vegetables, or any type of operation in, that a knife or other product could, could be used for. And so we respect the craft by providing the right item, made the right way, and at a good value for them to use at their place of business. Fantastic. So tell us about this hardened steel. I'm curious now because we used to represent another knife manufacturer, and I'm curious to know about your steel and why your steel and how you harden your steel uh, the way you do and how you bring that to market. Well, one of the benefits of the size that we are is we can we source a proprietary steel, and so we're buying the whole melt, and we're able to buy that, and uh, we call it deck steel. Mm. And you start with the good steel as a foundation. It's similar to baking a cake where you can have the best eggs, the best flour, the best sugar. And so you have to have the right steel to start with. But if you heat treat it incorrectly, and the reason heat treating is so important Mm -hmm. 
is that it gives you the hardness and the grain structure you want for the knife to be able to be strong, but also be able to be resharpened. And so if you, you can have the finest steel, but if you heat treat it wrong, similar to if you have the finest eggs and flour and sugar baking a cake, but you bake it incorrectly, you get a horrible cake, you're gonna get a bad product. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination of knowing what the right steel is, heat treating it correctly to give you the right grain structure and the, and the right product in terms of what you we're looking for in the knife. That gives us the foundation for, for a great knife going on. Mm -hmm. And so that is all manufactured, that steel is, is manufactured in Massachusetts. The steel is actually manufactured in the United States, not in Massachusetts, mm. but, but we're buying it and then manufacturing it in the United States in Massachusetts. Well, I see you have a very large and broad uh, portfolio of all sorts of culinary utensils here. You're just not in the knife business. You're in, uh, you, as you say, you respect the craft, but you have a lot of the tools of the trade also available, a very broad and diverse portfolio. Yes, yes, over 2,500 different items. 2,500, wow. And a lot of times people come to us with, a, let's say there's a new menu item, and we our classic size for a hamburger turner is eight by three. Well, maybe they need something that's eight and a half by, or eight and a half by three inches long or something like that. They come to us and say, can you manufacture this for us? And because our engineering, our manufacturer, our salespeople, the people talking to the customer all here in the United States, we can put together, we can understand what the needs are, we can test what the needs are, we can get engineering drawings confirmed, and we can make that product for them. So that's, that's one way we end up with so many different mm -hmm. items, but it's also we are, in terms of respecting the craft, meeting the needs of the individual application. So tell us about uh, how you go to market. Um, I know we're involved with you. We are bringing you to market through distribution, uh, through our distribution partners at the Hody Group. Are you exclusive to the United States or are you global brand? No, we're a global brand, uh, but we sell primarily through distribution in, in all of our markets. So we believe in supporting the distributor who's going to have the ultimate contact with the end user in terms of getting them the product, extending them credit, invoicing them, shipping the product, and then collecting the money on the payment. So Absolutely. we honor the role of the distributor in that, okay. and that's our primary way of going to market. So, Alan, do you stand behind your product? Absolutely. Product's guaranteed and uh, for its lifetime. And uh, we, again, we feel horrible if we've done something wrong to make a product that's not good. And we, we re honor that. You know, there's something to be said after what we've gone through for the last three years. There's something to be said about American-made. I wish more and more companies would stand up for products and make products in America because that's the, the beauty of America, what we were founded upon was the, on the backs of a lot of folks that take a lot of pride in manufacturing and bringing products to market that are American. So we're proud to represent you guys in doing that. Um, I understand that your marketing manager is your son. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's learning. He's learning the business in terms of understanding what the customers' needs, the customer, uh, the customers' needs, the market needs. The getting into this whole digital age. Oh yes. And, um, yes. So Did he carry you along the way on that? <laughs> well, maybe a little bit. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old dog, and I consider myself a digital native. So yeah. uh, I also am in business with my son, and he uh, he's carried me along the way technically as well. Uh, but uh, sometimes I do have to still consult with him on different issues that we run into. So how does that work? 
uh, is that just an amazing, you know, just an amazing feeling having your son by your side through this whole process as you grow this company? Yeah, it's fun, and he's uh, he's getting his fingers in a lot all parts of the business and uh, soaking it all in and, and really enjoying it. So. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk to him next here for a few minutes. Alan, I want to thank you for your time today and giving our listeners an introduction to who Dexter Russell is and Dexter Knives and what an amazing portfolio you bring to market. I can't thank you enough, Alan, and opening up your calendar to us. We look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you so well, much. Thank you so much, John. Okay, stepping up to the table with us is the marketing manager, Andrew Peppel from Dexter Russell. Welcome to the table, Andrew. So glad you can stop by with us and give us a few minutes here at NRA. How's the show going for you so far? So far, so good. We've spoken to a lot of end users today, which is always great. Uh, good opportunity to get our knives and tools in front of people. We bring over 2,000 items with us to these shows. Yeah, that's so, what your dad said. Unbelievable. So people that aren't familiar with the knives, or if they are familiar, they have the opportunity to come, touch, feel, uh, actually get their hands on the product. So really great opportunity to talk to those end users, uh, as well as our distributors and reps. Right. Uh, so it's been a, been a good show so far, and got two more days, so yeah, lots to cool. look forward to. We're learning more about you. In Chicago here, we have a 4,300-square-foot showroom. And Dexter's portfolio, or several pieces of your portfolio, are in our showroom at the West Loop in Chicago. Nick and I are learning as we bring the Let's Set Your Table podcast to the table. We're down in the southeast, so we're learning more about your brand and proud to represent you guys. Can't believe the buzz about you out there is fantastic. So on the marketing side, what challenges do you face? Uh, are you guys well-known, or what, do, what are you focusing on every day to bring the end user more product awareness or brand awareness? Yeah, I'd say from the, the marketing front, we're a well-known brand being around for 205 years now. Wow, that really helps. Yeah, it certainly does, but we certainly don't want to rest on our laurels either. Uh, so I think what we're doing from a marketing side is trying to take that brand awareness yep. and then applying it to different channels. So whether it be working with our distributors directly or working with AutoQuotes, Amazon, mm -hmm. our own website, we want to have our products and our brand available wherever our end users are shopping. Mm -hmm. So the challenge we have is taking those 2,000 plus items and then applying it to all those different marketing channels. So right. we're always doing something and we're always activating new products, deactivating old products. So it's, it's constant, things are always changing. Tell our listeners about your fan club. Do you have a lot of the professional culinary folks out there? Are they Dexter freaks? Do they love it? Yeah, what we love to see is uh, people showing off their old Dexter knives. So think uh, a classic wood handled Dexter wow. cook's knife. Somebody, you know, that bought it uh, or their grandfather bought it 80, 90 years ago, they might pull it out and send it to us on social media. So we love seeing that. So we try to honor our history and our legacy while also trying to keep it uh, fresh and new. Our booth, for example, is uh, kind of a, a complementary balance of that, of again, taking that 200-year history mm -hmm. and then focusing it in and tying it into a, a new, fresh look. So. Yeah. There's, there's always something going on. Well, when you see an 80 or 90-year-old knife, uh, all I can say is, thank goodness for American-made. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, we're, I'm, a little, I'm a little biased, so, yeah. Very proud of our American manufacturing, yeah. uh, especially these days. You never know with supply right. chains how it's going to go. So we're very proud of our American manufacturing and hopefully stay uh, very close to the end users here in the United States. Well, I think as we grow the podcast, we'd like to bring you guys back. Uh, we'd like to talk more about some of the products that you bring to market. Love to interface with some of the uh, culinary experts that you guys work with. I know we're going to meet up with 
uh, Chef David here in a, in a few minutes here at the Dexter booth. And we're going to talk a little bit about what he does and why he loves Dexter. And maybe what we can do is maybe we need to take some questions from our listening audience and maybe they have some questions that we can share with each other. Would that be okay? Yeah, that'd be great. We'd appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, we'll make this as, as interactive as we can. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Well, we appreciate you taking just a few moments with us. So Excellent. thanks again. Looking forward to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, next up here at the table is Chef David Leathers from Foodsmith. David works with Dexter here at these shows, and I understand that you're a big fan of Dexter Knives. I am a big fan of Dexter Knives. Uh, American-made, 200-year-old um, corporations, that. So I've known Dexter for a long time. I grew up in the restaurant industry. Um, I've personally been in the restaurant industry for 30 years, but I guess if we take the time that I was in the restaurant industry with my family's business of catering and food trucks, I would say probably 40 years, you know, and I've always known Dexter. You hide your age well, by the way. I'm sorry? I said you hide your age well. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So I've always known Dexter. I've had Dexter in my hand for a long period of time. So So what's what's the affinity, Chef, with I got to have the most expensive knife out there? What is it? As a professional, what is that? What's the motivation behind that? Uh, it could be feeding your ego a little bit. You think so? <laughs> it could be because to me it's like I can take a $25 knife and probably do the same job as a $250 knife. Yeah. Thing. So, you know, it's, uh, I, I think why I love Dexter is it's, it's about the quality. Uh, it's about the consistency because every time I take a Dexter knife out of the package, it's the same quality. And then it's a reasonable price mm. you know it's like we keep talking about the $25 I mean I can I get an eight ounce chef's knife from Dexter for for $25 yeah. and it, it, it performs it performs yeah. day in day out uh, another thing is is I'm gonna lose the edge no matter what mm-hmm. that's what people are like oh how you know how do I keep my knife sharp your knife's going to dull it's going to happen with daily use it's going to dull what you're looking for is something that you can sharpen really quickly and get back to so you can keep being productive. So based on that comment you just made, for my professional chefs out there listening right now, what would you say to them? Why Dexter? Quality, consistency, and just a great price. That's literally, if I can put everything in a nutshell about Dexter, that's what it is. You know, uh, especially, especially everyday cooks. Everyday cooks, you know, we just talked about chefs. You know, they want to spend $250 on the chef's knife. That's great. Everyday cook is yeah, what not, about that line cook? not going to be able to spend $250 on a chef's knife. So I feel like that is where Dexter comes in. Mm-hmm. It hits a great price point and a great price. Because sometimes you can hit a knife at a price point that just doesn't have the quality. And do you Dexter use performs. all the ancillary tools that they bring to market as well? I, I, I do. I do. We were talking about it earlier. So that um, a lot of their lines are the same blade. So like an 8-inch Velo, an 8-inch Soft Grip, an 8-inch Sandy Safe, it's the same blade, but then it comes with the dexterity of how does that handle feel in your hand is about it. And that's really a comfort level of chefs deciding, oh, I like this feel. I don't like this feel. I like this feel. Because with a chef, they're going to be using that, na- that knife day in, day out, long periods of time. So they need something that's got great comfort level in their hand. For those of you listening, we are literally on the floor at the National Restaurant Show here at McCormick Place in Chicago, 2023. And we stopped by the Dexter Knives booth and uh, where Dexter, we respect the craft. And we are actually speaking to a professional chef, 
David Leathers, who is from Foodsmith. Yes. Now, David, I understand there's a tremendous story behind this Foodsmith brand. Would you share with our listening audience what Foodsmith is and what value you bring to the industry? So I, COVID was a big changer for a for lot all of, of industries. Us. Not just food service industry, and um, so I, I lost my uh, position as a chef during that time, mm. and I found myself very fortunate that I just lost my position. Not, you know, I had so many chef friends and lost restaurants and this and that. So I kind of questioned and said, "What's next? What do I want to do next?" Because I've a lot done a lot in the span of my career for almost thirty years, and I and I had owned restaurants in the past, and I said, "I want to be a restaurant chef." but I don't want to be a restaurant chef. Like I want to be a restaurant chef, but I don't want the hours, the stress, the overhead anymore and that. So I decided that I was going to create uh, a private chef service, but what I wanted to do was have actually a kitchen. And then I thought, okay, I don't just want a kitchen. I want, so would I have a food trailer? Yes, I would have a food trailer, but I wanted a food trailer that people could come on board and actually eat. So other words, a mobile restaurant. I literally have a commercial kitchen that opens up into a private dining that sits uh, 14 guests. So one night I'm here, one night I'm here, one night here, or I'm working the Nashville area, but I have the capability to where I could just go. I could take my restaurant to two states over to Texas and, and have a restaurant in Austin, Texas and so that. But what I see with this is that I don't have I don't have the overhead that a normal restaurant has. And then I'm able to work when I want to work because now it's really important for me to have a different life because I want to have time with my boys and my, my sons. Well, that's so, important. Yeah. I, have, I have a few of those myself. <laughs> now I got grandchildren. Yeah. But so. so share with us portability of your business and how you've become so portable. So uh, it literally is a fine dining restaurant that can go that's mobile. So I'm training in a suburb suburb in the in the national area. And what they say they love about me is I literally pull right up to their residence and I have conveniently brought a restaurant to their doorstep because our motto is we bring the restaurant to you. And uh, I'm sure in a market like Nashville, I'm sure it's hugely popular and successful. It is huge. It is huge. Good for it, you. Thank you. Way thank to you. way to pivot and way to come become innovative and creative. What what we're what we're hoping with it is that we can create a business that gives an avenue for chefs to be able to do the same thing that I've done is to be able to have a restaurant. Uh, at a starting capital that's not going to be mm-hmm. what a starting capital would be to, to own a restaurant, and in, a, in return, again, not have the overhead to where they can be able to have a life and be able to make a living. Not, so. Well, we'd love to put a couple of the pictures up of your mobile to. dining love experience to. and uh, most people mobile have, kitchen. Yeah, most people think, oh, trailer. Trailer, trailer. They have no anticipation. You know, uh, they no. they kind of anticipate something. And Wait till you see this, it, folks. It's fin- it's yeah. phenomenal. So, yeah, and of course, you fully equipped with all of the Dexter portfolio. Correct. Dexter knives, Dexter turners, Dexter sharpeners. <laughs> I love this company. I really well, do. Well, that's great. So, well, that's great. Well, uh, Chef David, we really appreciate you visiting with us today and really giving uh, a solid testimonial to Dexter. Obviously, you have your choice of any company to work with, any knife you want to work with. I'm sure. And you choose Dexter. I choose Dexter. What a testimonial. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, we're going to have to leave this interview right here. 
If you'd like to reach any of us at the Hody Group or Dexter Knives, please check out the show notes for our contact information attached to this podcast. Also, please like, follow, and share the Let's Set Your Table podcast. And if you're so moved, we'd be grateful that you leave us a positive review on Apple, Google, or Spotify. We'd also encourage you to leave us a comment, feedback, or any questions or topics that you have an interest in or would like us to discuss in future episodes. We'll see you again next time, right here at the table. Please join us again for another episode of Let's Set Your Table. If you would like more information, samples, or would like to consult with the Hody Group, visit thehodygroup.com. That's H-O-D-E group.com.